Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Wednesday, May 26th. It's just so hard for me to believe that this month is about over. Memorial Day is coming up this weekend, um, and I hope that you are going to find some time uh, to spend with family and friends as, uh, as it's been a while since we've felt comfortable doing those type of things. But hey, before we do that, remember, we're going to talk to Dave here in just a second. I want to remind you there's several ways we can connect. Um, our website, statlerfinancial.com, Facebook, you can look for us there under Statler Financial Services. Uh, we would uh, love for you to connect with us on the radio. Uh, every day you can find us somewhere. Uh, and so we're excited about all those things going on. But more important than that, remember, there's only one thing that any of us can really control within our portfolio. And with all the volatility we're seeing, it's becoming even more important. And that's how much risk you have in your portfolio. Uh, and, and so I believe that it's important that everybody know what that risk number is for them. And to do that, we've established our financial x-ray, a great opportunity to find out how much risk you have in your portfolio, how much you're paying in expenses and fees that you don't really see, and those type of things. So give us a call at 863-382-0037. Yes, 863-382-0037. A uh, great opportunity to find out where you are. And so uh, we're looking forward to that. And uh, Dave, what's next, buddy? Light FM is Taylor Swift there. Hi, I'm Dave. It's 840 now. 20 before 9. Time to check in on your money and see how your retirement accounts are doing. Checking in through the resources of Statler Financial Services' very own Philip Statler, who's on the phone this morning. Philip, how are you today? Good morning, Dave. Hey, doing well today? Uh, you know, it's just hard for me to believe that this must basically over. Yeah, pretty much is already. I mean, we had two more trading days after today, and then we enter a three-day weekend, and uh, we start thinking about June. One thing's for sure, the old uh, sell in May and go away stuff doesn't seem to be happening because we've got people out there talking about indications of a bubble in the market, which is kind of strange, isn't it? It, it, it is. Uh, I mean, you and I kind of been thinking how much further can it go, but this um, this analyst to, from um, Allianz Securities uh, over in Germany, basically, uh, I found it interesting. He said, you know, when we look at price to earnings ratio, which is one of the things that we gauge how high, you know, the market is relative to uh, what we believe it should be. And, and the price to earnings ratio on the S&P 500 says like 37. The NASDAQ was like 55. Uh, those are some pretty high numbers when we look at price to earnings ratio. But he continued to say, don't don't get out too early. You know, there's still room for this bubble to keep getting bigger. Um, yeah. So he's like, you know, let's let's write. He's you know, we are cautiously looking at the at the bubble. And uh, he believes that the that the impetus that will cause it to bust is going to be the central bank, the Fed finally doing what they've been saying they quote are going to do that they haven't really done yet and that's start tapering their bond buying and raising interest rates so he said and when that, was, that happens look for this bubble to burst and that was something that gave everybody the willies earlier this week when the uh, 
Fed, one of the governors of the Federal Reserve said, you know, maybe it's time we started tapering that bond stuff back, and the market kind of got the willies, which kind of adds uh, credence to that. Yeah, talk about price-earnings ratios. I hadn't looked at it at the end of this earnings season yet, but I do recall that flash crash we had back in, oh, what was it, 1970 or 1987? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the indications were on that one that a whole bunch of computer sell orders got triggered. When, get this, the S&P price-to-earnings ratio went over 20. <laughs> and now, we're looking, now we're looking at 37. You think we might be a little optimistic in terms of stock values at the moment? We continue. As, uh, they had a criteria checklist here for, uh, for bubbles, and um, one of them was overvaluation in multiple asset classes, and hopes of a new era, and the new era for us is AI, right? Artificial intelligence. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. It's it's going to be interesting. I, I, not, you know, once again, this is a measurement of optimism for future earnings. But at the same time, if those future earnings don't get delivered, this could be a rather rough rest of the year if the next quarter's earnings reports don't show the uh, kind of recovery that we're all hoping for. Which kind of leads me into something. My tidbit for the morning was there's a new index out to watch. Uh, the folks from Moody's, with a little cooperation from all credible sources, CNN, uh, they have a uh, business recovery index from the uh, COVID pandemic. And I found it kind of interesting, state by state, We've got a few states that are actually back to fully recovered. They include Florida, West Virginia, Oklahoma, South Dakota, and Idaho. The rest of the nation is not fully recovered yet. And some of them are way down 60 to 69% recovered. Shouldn't surprise you very much. Lead among those are California and New York. Yeah, well, that I could have told you that before you told me the numbers, see? That's, uh, they're way behind uh, us for sure. And, and that's, that's an interesting index, and it'll be interesting to see if they update it and how often they update it and, and what it looks like and, and when do we get the whole United States fully recovered. Yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting to watch. I was kind of surprised and pleasantly so to find Florida on the list of the uh, quote-unquote fully recovered states, of course, with all the help-wanted signs we're seeing out right now. That isn't a major bulletin of a surprise to any of us, is it? No, it, it's really not. Not a, not a big deal at all. So, you know, we, we talked yesterday before we got off the air, Dave, about not much in the way of macro stuff. And what was coming out was coming out after we got off the radio. Uh, and we did have two numbers. And I think that probably maybe caused some of the decline yesterday, midday. And one of them was new home sales. Yeah. You know, it missed substantially by almost 100,000. Um and so that was, uh, I think, a big deal. And then consumer confidence was a miss. Um, and it wasn't near the miss that the new home sales was. But, but anytime we start to see um, consumer confidence miss to the downside, that, that's not a good sign. Yeah, it certainly isn't, especially when consumer confidence is what we're hoping for to redrive the economies back open again. Like you mentioned, we started out in a halfway decent mode yesterday. At the end of the day, though, the Dow was off by 81. Uh, yeah, 81. I was reading my screen properly. S&P down by about 9. NASDAQ down by 4, which isn't a major loser of a day, but still, it's red ink, and we were kind of expecting better based upon the morning indications, weren't we? Oh, definitely. And, and you know, it, it stayed green uh, probably till lunchtime, maybe a little after lunchtime before it started to really um, fall off of those um, those highs that we saw for the day. 
Yep, so we're going to cross our fingers. We can regroup and do it again this morning. And so far, at the very least, it looks like we're taking back some of what we gave yesterday. Any of the market reports from the uh, from the publicly traded stocks going to back that growth up this morning? You know, it's funny uh, that I look at this, and we've got two retailers that are just killing it when it comes to the numbers. Dick Sporting Goods and Urban Outfitters. Mm. Um both of them had a really good quarter. I mean, Dick Sporting Goods, uh, their earnings per share were more than triple expectations. They came in at $3.41 compared to $1.12 that was expected. Um, revenue beat, same store sales were more than doubled um, what they expected. And of course, they really hit the trifecta here, Dave. They uh, also gave full year guidance that exceeded uh, the expectations of Wall Street. So you know that they are a big winner today, up 8.3% uh, this morning. Crud. Well, once again, expectations count for a lot, especially given the multiples everybody's going at, right? Uh, that's right. And then Urban Outfitters right there with them, um, they more than tripled their uh, earnings per share. They were expected at 17. They came in at 54. Uh, revenue beat. Same store sales were up 51%. Uh, compared to a year ago. Uh, yeah, more people are out shopping because they're getting vaccinated and they're up even better than Dick's Sporting Goods. They're up 11% this morning. Wow. Yeah. We're, get, we're getting some good news out of a bunch of stocks this morning. We are, but I got some bad news on the retail front too, Dave. Well, poop, um, what you got? Nordstrom's. Um, they, they lost almost 50% more than expected. Uh, or I guess I should say more than almost double what was expected because they they were expected to lose 57 cents a share and they lost a dollar five. Uh, so uh, not good there. Their revenue did beat expectations, but they had some issues because they had all that Christmas stuff, holiday inventory, and nobody was really shopping. Uh, and so they had to get rid of it. So they had a lot of markdowns in the quarter, which uh, is putting some pressure on their stock today down uh, almost 6% this morning. I kind of stereotype them as being very, very dependent on brick-and-mortar stores, too. I don't hear as much about them on the Internet. Well, that, that, that's true. That, that's true. And this seems to be the reporting time for a lot of uh, retail and, uh, and clothing stuff because I have Capri Holdings, which mm -hmm. uh, reminds you is Michael Kors, Jimmy Choo, Versace. It's, it's that brand, those brands of, uh, of clothing. And they, uh, they beat by two cents a share. Revenue was better than expected. And they issued better than expected full-year guidance as well. Uh, so they're up about 2.3%. And wow. another big name, Abercrombie & Fitch. I, um, saw they, I saw they had a beat, didn't they? They did. They, they beat by, uh, oh, double what was expected. They came in at 67 cents a share compared to 38 cents uh, expectations. I'm sorry. That was supposed to be a 38 cent loss and they made 67 cents. So um, yeah, that was a big swing for them. They, uh, so they're rallying big time today up 6%. Now we've got nothing, basically very little but good news on the reports this morning so far. For the most part, you are absolutely right. Uh, let's look at builders. we got Toll Brothers came in. Uh, they beat by 21 cents a share. Uh, revenue was uh, better than pro pro projected. I'll get the word out there. Um, mortgage rates still low are obviously helping home builders a lot. They are having issues, though, because of supply chain. 
you know, wood cost has gone up crazy and, uh, and type of things like that, but not hurting their stock price this morning up two and a half percent. Cool. I got one more. I do actually, that it is the only one I have left and that's, uh, Intuit. Intuit reported and they missed, uh, by about 40 cents a share. They came in at $6 and seven cents a share compared to 647. Um, revenue was missed shy of what everybody expected. Um, but they did raise their full year forecast. So, uh, so good, good there for them. And they, they were trading down, but they have made the flip up. They are up 2% right now. Okay. Quick, uh, having QuickBooks fall on hard times is kind of a surprise, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Cause everybody's got to have it anymore. Small businesses, you can't hardly operate without it. It's rapidly becoming the standard, that's for sure. Resetting the table, a slight off day yesterday off a disappointing national report. 45 minutes before we opened this morning, are we going to take back what we lost yesterday, Phillips? Well, we're going to get some of it back, if not all of it back. Uh, we got the Dow up uh, about a quarter of a percent right now, about $77. We got the S&P 5 up, up about a third. And the Nasdaq's up about a third of a percent. Small caps making the biggest run today. The Russell 2000 up almost a half a percent this morning. So, uh, so good news on the index front. Now, if we could just keep it holding all day, that may be the key. Uh, commodity side, we've got silver and gold both up. Uh, silver's up six tenths, gold's up five tenths. And then crude oil is about where it was yesterday. But that's down 1% from where it closed last night. So it's at $65.41 a barrel. I, 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 I think you've been filling up your SUV again there. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, um, I'm waiting for it to drop below 65. <laughs> I got you. World markets, Asian rim markets, generally up, not monstrously, but by a third of percent or so early this morning at the close. Europe is mixed with absolutely zero trend. Germany is flat. Great Britain is off by a little bit. And France just swung ever so positive midway through their day. Philip, we were talking about the uh, potential for a bubble, but the one place you don't want to live on a bubble is when you're getting close to retirement, and that means controlling risk. How do I find you to control that risk in my retirement fund? David, give us a call at 863-382-0037. Uh, they can check out our website at statlerfinancial.com, and they can join us this weekend. I know it's a holiday, but you can still listen in on the radio show, uh, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. And a couple more weekdays of us, too, tomorrow morning, same time here on Light. Philip, thank you so much, and we'll see you then, all right? All right, man, you have a great day. Folks, we really appreciate you joining us today. I hope that uh, your week continues to go well. I look forward to you joining us again tomorrow morning, same time, same place. Check us out on Facebook. Until then, have a great day. Bye now.